many times I question certain circumstances of things I do not understand. Many times in trials, my weakness blurs my vision, and my frustrations get so out of hand. Well, it's then I am reminded I've never been forsaken. I've never had to stand the test alone. As I look at all the victories, the Spirit rises up in me. Through the fire, my weakness is made strong. He never promised that the cross would not be heavy and that he would not be hard to climb. He never offered victories without fighting, but he said it would always come in time. So remember when you're standing in the valley of decision, and the adversary says, Give me, just hold on. My Lord will show up, and He will take you through the fire again. I know within myself that I would surely perish, but if I trust the hand of God, He'll steal the flame. He never promised that the cross would not get heavy and that he would not get hard to climb. He never offered victory without fighting, but he said it would always come in time. So remember when you're standing valley of decision and the adversary says give me just hold on my Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again so just hold on my Lord will show up and he will take Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Yes. I'd like to welcome you today to Glory Way at the Cross. I'm thankful as we celebrate this weekend. I am thankful for what this represents, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. My, 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 whenever you think about it, what God has done and what He's going to do. Everybody ought to praise the Lord. Everybody ought to shout. Everybody ought to get happy. Amen. I uh, want to thank everyone uh, for their comments that they've 
call, text, sent to me this week over last week's services. I had one that came in this week and text to me, and I opened it up, and it had a had a picture of uh, Forrest Gump sitting on a bench with that faraway look in his eye. And the caption under it read, Just like this, my pastor became a televangelist. And I laughed, <laughs> and I am thankful uh, that God has provided the way for us to get the word out during these trying times. I'm thankful to, to Chase and to Ronnie and for all the work that they put in getting this together. But I am thankful for Wendy that shows up and keeps the sound and all going. And, and uh, we're blessed to still be able to get the word out. Uh, I'm believing that this coronavirus and all this is going to pass. And we'll all be able to get back. Ordinarily on this weekend, we're having a sunrise service and, and breakfast following. How I'm going to miss that. Miss seeing all the kids and they're dressed up, the little girls, uh, dressed up with the big bows in their hair and, and the little boys, uh, dressed up wishing that they could get out of those clothes and get in something more comfortable. <laughs> I remember how it was whenever I was a little boy. But I welcome you this morning. I was reading uh, this week as I had the resurrection of our Lord and Savior on my mind, and I, I began to read this week all the different accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all the different accounts. Uh, and I, I turned to Matthew the 28th chapter where we'll begin this morning. And I want to read this to you and show you something that God showed me in this. Uh, we'll be in the 28th chapter of St. Matthew, beginning in the first verse. said, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. I think about that and how, what an event that was as the earth began to shake as the angel of the Lord descended. I want you to know there's all power there. As the angel of the Lord descended and, and the earthquake and rolled back the stone and then sat there upon it. The Bible says that, that his countenance, that the way he looked, was like lightning. My, 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 what a sight must have been to behold. Like lightning, his raiment, raiment, he said it was white as snow. Oh, what a sight that must have been as Mary Magdalene and the other Mary walked up there that day. The keepers of the tomb, the ones that they had posted guard there that night, 
they said that they began to shake and became as dead men. And, and I, I got tickled whenever I, you know, things come back in your mind. And I, I think back whenever the, uh, the kid, Ron and Tanner were, I don't know, eight or 10 years old, somewhere along in that area there, they were young. And we were coming back from Winfield that day in the car and we, we came in the back way to the house and came up the dirt road and we got way down, well, I don't know, probably within a mile of the house or so. And they, they put in to wanting to get out and walk the rest of the way. You know, whenever they got, get a certain age, they want to be grown. So we let them out and we took off. Well, it wasn't nothing for them to do but to walk. So, we rushed to the house, parked the car, and got out, and Gail and I ran back down the road, if you could just picture us running. Of course, I hadn't always been old. I was young one time. But we ran back down the road, and we got in behind some yopon bushes, if y'all know what yopon bushes is, and we hid behind those bushes. And we could hear them coming up the road just a-talking, they're probably fussing about that time. But anyway, they got, got got on up there and we could hear them coming and they rounded the curve and we was hit. It's all we could do to be quiet. We were laughing. And they got right even with us and we just ran out of them bushes and hollered like a big lion at them. Well, Ronnie, all arms and legs, he went running backward to arms and legs just to flying and and Tana, she just froze there in place, shaking. And I laughed about that, and it made me think of those guards. The Bible said, the Bible said that the keepers did shake. Well, that's kind of the way those kids was doing. They were shaking. We like scared them to death. But it said the keepers did shake as, and became as dead men. In other words, they were just there. I picture him being there just more or less in place, but shaking. He said, And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. And I want you to know there that God knows all things. He knew what they were coming there for. He knew they were looking for Jesus. And he made the statement in the fifth verse. He said, He is not here. For he has risen, as he said, come, see the place where the Lord lay. And and as I, as I read that, I, in that sixth verse, it's taken out of the sixth verse, I want to use for a subject this morning, he's not here. He is not here. Think about it. Just think about that quotation, that comment that the angel made, that statement that he made before he said, for he is risen. He told them, he said, for he is not here. And I thought about that statement. It it just came to me. The Lord emphasized it to me so strongly. What it meant that day When the angel of the Lord said, he is not here. They had intended on going to the tomb, to the sepulcher, and taking spices. 
They were intending on finding a body there. They were looking for Jesus. The, the angel of the Lord told them, said, I know what you're thinking. He said, for I know that you seek Jesus. But he said, he is not here. And I think about that, that statement, what he said, he is not here. What it means for us today. Well, I'm thankful today that, that he wasn't there that day. That that tomb was empty. That he had risen. What it means for us today that we serve a risen Savior. What it means for us today that he's not there. He's not still just bones in a tomb somewhere. But we serve a risen Savior that the Bible says is sitting on the right hand of God the Father making intercession for us. Oh my goodness, if you can't shout over that, something's wrong with you. I'm telling you this morning that we serve a risen Savior. He said he's not here. If you'll just take think about that for just a little bit, that statement that the angel of the Lord said when he said, He is not here. Oh, thank God that he's not in that tomb. Thank God this morning that it's not a tomb that, that holds the body of the Son of God. Thank God that we serve a risen Savior that, that as they went there, that tomb was empty. The stone was rolled back. The angel was sitting upon it. Oh, God had performed a great miracle there that day. And because of that, because we serve a risen Savior, we also have a way out. Oh, thank God we ought to be able to shout as we, this weekend as we, we think about that, that our God is a risen Savior. Glory to God. I, I give God the praise and the glory. If you'll read the story on down, we won't read it all, but we'll find out that after they got through with shaking, they run back and they reported to the to the elders and the chief priest what had gone on. They had put the guards there because they knew that Jesus said that he would rise again on the third day. They had knew that, that he had spoken that and they placed those guards there. They were afraid that maybe that his disciples would come by night and steal the body. But, oh, thank God, as a the guards came back and made their report to the elders and the chief priests. The first thing that they did was the Bible says that they gave them large money. That means they gave them a lot of money to keep their mouth shut. And for them to tell everybody that the disciples came and stole the body that night out of the tomb. Oh, my goodness, I, I think about that. They say that this story is still reported uh, in the history and all of it. But we go on down, it talks about the bribing of the soldiers and how that they took the money. And we get down to the 16th verse. It said, then the 11 disciples, in other words, the eleven disciples went into Galilee and to the mountain where Jesus had appointed them. In other words, he had told them, the angel of the Lord had told them to go to Galilee, that there that Jesus would appear to them. 
So they went to the place here, the Bible says, that was appointed to them. He said, and when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. You're going to always have some doubters. But some doubted. He said, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He said, Go ye therefore. He gave them a commission. He said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. He said, And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. He had given them a commission for them to go out. You know, as we look at this, even his disciples, Jesus had told them not only that he would, he would rise again on the third day, but he had told them and, and told them what was, what to expect all down all down through the book while he was here before he was crucified. In John 14, 14th chapter in the first verse, as Jesus, he was speaking to his disciples. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. In other words, before the crucifixion, he is telling them. He said, in my father's house are many mansions, and I go to prepare a place for you. Oh, thank God. Thank God that he's got a mansion waiting on us. I believe he's getting, getting them ready. This time is drawing close, and I believe that God is getting ready. I believe that mansion, you know, I never have had a, I've always said this, I never have had a brand new home, but I believe that a new home is just like a new car. It's got that new smell. I believe whenever God moves me into my new mansion, it is going to have that new smell to it. Oh, how I'm going to enjoy it. He's telling them ahead of time. He's telling them before he's crucified, look, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, he said, I will come again. And will receive you into myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. And Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Oh, glory to God. As, as we look at that and, and, and he was telling them all this and began to tell them uh, uh, all the things that were going to happen and going what he was going to do. In the uh, 14th verse of that same chapter, he said, if you ask anything in my name, he said, I'll do it. I'll do it. Just that simple. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He said, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. He's he's saying, look, I'm not going to be here. Hmm? 
I'm not going to be here. Just like the angel of the Lord said, he is not here. But Jesus knew this, and he was telling them the knowledge of what was going to happen and take place. He said, and I'll pray, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not, listen to this, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Oh, glory to God. I'm thankful that we serve a God that loves us and, and takes care of us and provides a way for us. He wasn't going to leave us in this old world by ourselves, but he said, I'll send you another comforter. In the 26th verse, he said, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Oh, glory to God. He said he will remind you of it. He'll bring it to your remembrance and tell you, tell you exactly what you need to know. We're not in this thing by ourselves. Oh, thanks be to God, that tomb was empty, and Jesus is on the right hand of God and the Father. But I'm thankful He sent us the Comforter, the Holy Ghost. Whenever you say Holy Ghost, a lot of people want to run from it. But I'm here to tell you that He is the one that's here. Hey, He's the one that's here, the one called alone beside us to help us, to bring things to our remembrance. Oh, I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost today. In the book of Romans, the eighth chapter, beginning in the, in the first verse. He said in the first verse, he said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Oh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that we can walk not after the flesh. Not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Then in the sixth verse, he says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. He said, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are they that are in the flesh, listen to this, cannot please God. A lot of churches probably everywhere this morning are listening to somebody that's trying to do it in the flesh. I want you to know that you cannot do it in the flesh. It won't work. I got several calls and texts this week from those that watched the message last week, and they said, Brother Ronnie, I felt the Spirit upon that message and while you was preaching that message. Oh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that God, the tomb was empty, but He didn't leave us by Himself. He left the comforter with us. I don't know how God does it, but He can take this message as I preach over this camera this morning, and He can send it out how He does it. I don't know, but He can touch every one of you this morning. Wherever you're at listening to this today, God can touch you, and you can feel the power of the Holy Ghost. And I'm thankful to 
today that God gives us the Holy Ghost. He gives us the anointing. If you try to do it in the flesh, it won't work because you can't even please God by doing it in the flesh. People have learned how to have church without God, but I'm here to tell you they don't have anything. If you don't have the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you don't have anything. Glory to God. Whenever I think about this, he goes on down. You know, I, I'm used to having uh, my two here on the front row that whenever I lose train of thought, they remind me of where I'm, I was at. And this morning, I'm on my own. He said, ninth verse, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man shall not have the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Now, you listen to this. And if Christ be in you, if Christ be in you, oh, what a difference it makes if Christ is in you. If Christ be in you, the body is dead to sin, but the Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit, is life because of righteousness. Now listen to this verse 11. But if the Spirit, capital S, of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead Dwelling you, mm. the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead, that empty tomb, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or bring to life your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Glory to God. If you don't have the Spirit of Almighty God in you, whenever the trump of God is going to sound, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to be in trouble because it's a Spirit of God that dwells in you. He's the one that's going to raise you from the dead. He's the one that's going to raise you up and quicken your mortal body whenever we're going to come back to life. I want you to know today that so many run from the Spirit of Almighty God, but it's going to be the Spirit of Almighty God that dwells in you that's going to bring you back up out of the grave. It's very important for you to be filled with the Holy Ghost today. Amen. My goodness. I am, I'll be so glad. I tell you what, I've preached to these empty seats for a couple of weeks now. And uh, whenever all this is over with, and y'all get back in here and these seats get filled up, I, it'll probably scare me to death. Huh? If people go to shouting and throwing the babies in the air, hey, and rejoicing, it's liable to scare me to death. I'm not, I'm not used to that. I'm used to here lately preaching to these empty seats. But I want you to know today that we serve a miracle working God. We serve a risen Savior. Oh my goodness. What God has done for us. I am thankful that that day that the angel of the Lord spoke to Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. 
And they said, he said to them, I know, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, I know you're looking for Jesus. But he said, he is not here. Glory to God. Every time I read that, I think about it just makes me want to shout. Woo! It makes me want to shout because he is not here. He's sitting on the right hand of God the Father. They went to an empty tomb that day. An empty tomb that day. I want you to know that God, the same Spirit that dwells in us, that same Spirit raised Him from the dead. I want you to know that they went and they found an empty tomb that day. They didn't find bones and a body laying there, but they found an empty tomb that day. Oh, goodness gracious. I think about Oh, I could just go on and on with this. But I think about what Jesus said. I believe it. Uh, let me look it up. I believe it's in the, in the book of Revelations, the first chapter. You know, John was on the Isle of Patmos on the Lord's Day. It tells us in that chapter he was in the Spirit. He was in the Spirit today. Well, it said in the 10th verse, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Ah, oh, and he, he goes on down and tells what he saw and he fell his, at his feet as dead. Jesus made a comment in the 18th verse. He spoke and as he's speaking to John, he said, I am he that liveth and was dead. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Glory to God. He, he, he put that in there. He said, Amen. He said, and I have the keys of hell and of death. I want you to know today that he, they thought they, they had crucified Jesus. They thought it was all over with. They thought it was the end. But I want you to know that Jesus, the grave could not conquer him. I want you to know that he come from death to life. He said, I, I'm he, I'm he, what he say? He said, I am he that liveth and was dead. I want you to know I've never heard anybody else say that. Hey, we serve a risen Savior this morning. Hey, the Bible tells us very plainly as I, as I read that verse that the angel said, the angel said, He is not here. He is risen. He is not here. He is risen. Think about it. Think about it. As you celebrate this, this weekend, as you celebrate, I want you to think about that Jesus is not here. That tomb was empty. And because he was, he was empty. Because it was empty. We have a way out. I want you to know that we serve a risen Savior, that he's, he's standing and believing for each one of us. He, he's with us. He didn't leave us down here by ourselves, but he sent the comforter, the Holy Ghost, one called along beside us to help us. Hey, anytime you need, this week I've been going, I've got a hill over there in the pasture. A high hill, and, and I can 
can get on that hill in that pasture and I can look over the tops of the trees of Doug Demonis Womb. And every day this week, I've been going over there before daylight and I've been praying, asking God for direction and what to do. And I want you to know that it never fails that I always have a meeting that day with the Holy Ghost. He's always over there. He always meets you. You see, He didn't come and just leave, but He's come and He dwells within us. And that same Spirit that dwells within us, that's the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. It's going to be the same Spirit that's going to quicken our mortal body. If you can't shout and give God praise over that this weekend, something's wrong with you. You need to get back and have a prayer meeting with the Lord. Glory to God. I am thankful that the tomb was empty. I want you to know this morning that right where you're at, Wherever it's at, you're listening to this. You may listen to it Sunday morning. You may listen to it Monday morning. You may listen to it next Wednesday. But I want you to know that the Spirit of Almighty God is in it. And if you'll just, if you'll just stop from your busy routine, if you'll just stop for just a little bit and say, Lord, Come into my heart and into my life. Save my soul. Lord, just let me feel thy presence. And you just wait for just a little bit. And you just wait and see if you don't feel the presence of Almighty God. I'm thankful today. I am thankful that we serve a risen Savior. May God bless you. And I look forward to the next message. Let us pray. Our Father, Lord Jesus, to you we're so thankful. Jesus, I owed a debt, as the songwriter wrote, I owed a debt that I could not pay. And Jesus, you paid a debt that you did not owe. I'm thankful, Lord Jesus, that you thought of even me. Oh, Lord, I'm thankful this day, Lord Jesus, for what that empty tomb represents this day. I'm thankful that you didn't leave us here by ourselves, but you sent the Comforter, the Holy Ghost. And, Lord, I pray for my people as we're, we're all scattered here and there. Lord, we're not able to come together because of this virus that's going around. But, Lord, I realize that you're going to take care of us. And I ask for that hedge to be built round about my people, Lord. Lord, keep them safe. Those that are sick right now in their bodies, Lord, touch them. It's with your stripes we're healed. And we give you the praise and the glory for it all. And Lord, watch over my people. Watch over my little ones, dear Lord, in the flock. Lord, how I miss them. We ask all this in the name above every other name, the name of Jesus. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen.